Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wealthy and Healthy podcast. My name is Becky Bad, and I am your host for today's episode. Before we get into it, though, I have something super exciting that I wanted to share with you guys. It is my birthday month, therefore I am turning 30. Oh my goodness, time just flies. Time absolutely flies. But in order to celebrate my birthday month, I am doing some crazy big birthday promotions and specials. So if you head over to my Instagram at Hibbard. And go to the link in my bio, you will see that I've got my money magnetism program. I've also got my getting unstuck in your network marketing business program as well. And for this month only, I am going to be offering those programs at 30% off. And I have never, ever done this before. And I'm so freaking excited. I I can honestly say that these programs won't be this um, discounted. Again, it's only going to happen for this month only in celebration of my birthday. Therefore, if you click on either of those programs and head to the website at the checkout, make sure you enter the code birthday, okay, birthday, and then that will get you your 30% off. This is 30% off pay in full and also on the payment plans, okay? We love a good payment plan. There is no shame. In buying it now and paying it off over time. The payment plans have truly helped me throughout the times in my life where I've struggled the most. So I like to make sure the payment plans are as affordable as possible because I want to help as many women as I can. So make sure that you use the code birthday at checkout. There's also going to be some exclusive discounts when it comes to coaching and doing one-on-one work with me. So keep an eye out on my Instagram at Beckybard over on um, my stories. That's where I'll be posting everything. But right now, if you want to go tap in and get your hands on my money magnetism program or my getting unstuck program, then go ahead and go to the link in my bio. What is up, you guys? It's your host, Becky Bard, for today's episode. Oh my goodness. So today's episode is all about success and the big leaps that are required around success. I know that in my business, if you would have told me a few years ago when I was starting out that in order to be successful, I would have had to have taken a few big leaps, then I honestly wouldn't have probably started an online business. I'll be completely honest. Beck, back in like 2017, 2018, before she started her business, she was someone that lived in her comfort zone, like absolutely lived in her comfort zone. So I want to give you guys context to where I was previously. So previously, so I started an online business in February 2018, and that was in the network marketing profession, which is a fantastic profession, especially for those that are wanting to get into entrepreneurship, um, but don't kind of know where to get started. So I started off there. However, I was very much someone that worked a nine to five. I worked a nine to five and I had such like a groundhog day routine. Like I literally would wake up in the morning. I had an at-home gym. So I'd get up at like 5 a.m. I would do a workout. I would get ready for work, do my makeup, have breakfast. I would get my daughter ready, who was less than one at the time. And then I would say goodbye to my husband and I would get in the car. And I would sit in an hour's worth of traffic, literally so much traffic. And then I would drop her off to kidney, go to work, pick her up in the afternoon, wouldn't get home till sometimes 6.30, depending on the traffic, and then do dinner, bath, put her to bed, have dinner ourselves, sit in front of the TV 
for like two to three hours and then do it all again. And this was just my life. This was my life. And I was someone that just wasn't willing to take risks. I wasn't willing to get outside of my comfort zone. And I would openly, back then, it's so funny. I laugh about this now, but I would openly say to my bosses, like, I literally am going to be here until I'm 60 because I just had no plan for myself. I had the husband, I had the house, I had the baby. I had all those like the white picket fence bullshit story that the media tries to sell us is the dream. It's really not you guys. I'm telling you there's so much more out there. And um, it wasn't until I lost it all. So I lost it all in what year did I lose it? So I got married and was married for 11 months. And then we ended up filing for divorce. And throughout my divorce process, I literally lost everything. My house got repossessed. My car got repossessed. My bank accounts got frozen. I had money taken from my bank accounts because I had to go um, bankrupt. I filed for bankruptcy. So money was taken from my account and I decided to start afresh and start a new life with my daughter. And that was back in 2019. So from that point on, I was someone that had been through so much adversity. I had been through so many life challenges and I was thrown so deeply out of my comfort zone that I learned the more I'm out of my comfort zone, the more leaps I take, the more I'm willing to risk it all, the greater the success is, the the better the payoff is, the more abundance, the more wealth. All of the things is on the other side of what you fear most. Like every single thing is on the other side of what you fear most fear most. And so in this episode today, I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable about some things in my life where I've had to take big risks and the payoff and what that's kind of looks like, because I really want to encourage you and inspire you to stop playing it safe. Like, I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're very much in alignment with me and you've probably got the same sort of mindset, same sort of drive. You want this amazing life. You want the freedom. You want the money. You want the memories. You want all of the things. And so I'm here to tell you that you've got to get a little uncomfortable. You've got to face failure head on and hey, you might fail. Like you might fail, you might hit the ground, but you've got to get back up and you've got to dust yourself off and you've got to keep going because it's in the failure, that's where you form courage. That's where you form resilience. That's where you become the best version of you. And so let's take it back, 2019, broke, single mom, bankrupt, lost it all, starting an online business, I knew when I lost it all that I did not for the life of me want to go back to working for someone else and I had to make this business work. So I was on government support and again, there's no shame in that. Like there is no shame at all with government support. Like that's what it's there for. It's there to help you. So I was on government support. I was running a little business and I was trying to get it off the ground. And so there was so many moments of my business journey in the network marketing profession where I was just like hitting the ground, hitting the ground, hitting the ground. My very first month in business back in 2018, I made $1,000. At the end of 2019, when my life crumbled, I was making $600 a month in my business. Like literally almost two years on and I'm backwards making $600. And that's because I just, I wasn't, I wasn't willing to do the things that I needed to do. Like I wasn't willing to actually go all in on my business. I was kind of like putting my toe in and I was telling everyone that I was all in and I was showing up on social media, but I wasn't really doing that work. And I wasn't doing the energetic work and the spiritual work. And I wasn't willing to take the big risks that I knew that I needed to take, right? 
And so it wasn't until I was like, screw it, I'm going to go all in. And I did like this 90 day game plan. And some of you listening to this might know what that is, but it's like 90 days where you pick certain things for 90 days, kind of like a 75 hard, but 90 days where you pick rules for your life. And so I picked things that I was going to do for the next 90 days. Like I was going to stop drinking. I was going to stop um, eating takeaway. I was going to go to bed at a certain time. I was going to exercise every single day. And so I set these rules up for my life and it paid off really well. That's where I started to get into a routine. That's where I started to really prioritize my business over catching up with friends and partying and seeing boys and all of those things. Now, don't get me wrong. You are allowed to have a life full of that. If that is what's in alignment with you, if that feels good to you, then do your thing, boo, like go do your thing. But for me, I knew that I am someone that's an all or nothing type of person. My personality is if I'm going to go all in, I'm going to go all in. And so I had to make the commitment to myself to go all in because I was literally dancing around the bush. So I went all in. And then within like two years, I had a multiple six-figure business. Like within making the decision to go all in, And to prioritize my business, I had a multiple online six-figure business. And then that's where the money really started to to flow in. However, I had to ignore what people were saying. You know, when when you start a business, especially in the network marketing profession, you get told all sorts of things. People were saying it's a scam. I was getting trolled online. I was, um, you know, even my family, my family gave me a lot of shit. Like they were like, oh, you're a part of like this thing where you're scamming women. And it was really hard. It was confronting. There was moments where I wanted to give up. There was moments where I literally was applying for jobs. (laughs) I was applying for jobs, but no one would hire me. The first time in my life, I couldn't land a job, which was crazy. The universe really knew the path that I was meant to be on. And I was resisting it. I was like, no, put me on another path. And so that was kind of like my first leap in. I was like, all right, you're going to go on and you're going to do it. And you're going to let go of the ledge. And then my second leap was hiring a coach. So when I was severely broke, like you guys, I had no money in my bank account. I decided to hire a life coach and this woman was going to help get me back on track. She's now one of my closest friends, but she was going to help get me back on track. And when I signed up to her, I could only make like the first month of payments. And then after that, there was no money left in my, um, in my bank account. And so I really had to take a leap, but I knew, I knew that, what I had learned previous to that point had gotten me to that point. And I felt like I was hitting a glass ceiling in life. My income kept getting capped at a certain number. My business wasn't kind of having the momentum I wanted it to have. I had a lot of wounds around going bankrupt and money. And I had a lot of like just issues that I just knew that I needed to sort out. And I knew that at that point, I didn't have it within me to sort it out by myself. Right. So that's when I hired the coach. And I hired the coach. I made my first few payments. And then I remember my payment was due to come out in two days. And I had no money in my account, like zero money. And I think from memory, the payment was like $100 that I had to pay. And I had no money in my account to the point where my daughter and I were eating expired pasta from the pantry because I couldn't take us to the shops to get food. So it was a matter of days before the money was going to come in. So we were eating expired pasta. I was doing my spiritual practices every day. I was waking up, I was speaking to the universe. I was trying to get into the energy of money and all of the things. And I, I literally said to the universe, universe, I know that 
you know, I've shown you, I'm taking a leap. I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my business. I'm doing the spiritual work. I'm showing up. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm doing all of these things. You can see, you can see that I'm putting everything on the line. You can't let me fail. Like you cannot let me miss this payment. Like you cannot let me lose this coach. Like she was doing wonders in my life. And so I had to trust the universe and that's what I did. And I was like, I'm just going to trust the money's going to be there by the time it needs to come out. I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust. And then the craziest thing happened. The craziest thing happened. The very next day I got out of my car in my car park and I literally just opened my bank account and I was like, I'm just going to check, see what's there. Even though I knew there was nothing, I opened my bank account and there was $120 sitting in my bank account. <laughs> and like the, the wildest part is, this money had landed in a bank account that no one had access to. It was like just one of those empty offshore accounts and no one had access to it. And I was like, who, who sent me this money? Like, where did it come from? It doesn't make sense. No one has this account. And I tried to find their name. There was no name. All there was was a reference that said, love you, L-O-V-E-U. And I just burst into tears and it was $120 and my payment was $100. So I paid my payment on time and I was able to use the $20 to get some food for dinner. And I was just like, universe God, you're out there. I love you. I am going to start taking risks in life because I know that you're always going to support me. And so that's what I've done. I've always taken risks. I've always been the one that's like, okay, I'm going to jump. And I'm going to let go of the edge and like, let's just see if I fly. And if I don't, yeah, it's probably going to hurt and it, I'm going to get a bit bruised and battered. But hey, maybe I know that that's not the ledge for me next time. And so even down to, I'm going to talk about um, a really big leap of faith that I did recently in my relationship. So my relationship ended, I think I spoke about it in the last podcast. Um, my relationship ended recently and before it was coming to an end, I was at a crossroads with my man at the time. And I don't know if anyone's been in this situation where you so desperately want it to work out with this person because you love them and you adore them and they're just amazing. But deep down, like you just know, you just know, like there's a tiny, tiny inkling that this person isn't the person for you. Like there's a tiny inkling that this isn't the life that you're meant to live. And here's the thing. My marriage previously, I stayed in that. He left me because I wouldn't leave. We were together for nine years. We were married for 11 months, but we were together for nine years. And there was cheating and there was lying and it was toxic. We, I got with him when I was 16. So like, it doesn't surprise me that it's toxic. You know, I don't believe anyone that young should kind of get together, like live life, people live life. And so we were together so young and there was like lying and cheating and I had no confidence and being the person that I was, I wanted to stay within my comfort zone. So I wouldn't leave him. Like he, he cheated and all that stuff. And I just wouldn't leave him. Like, don't get me wrong. I loved the kid dearly. Like, well, he's, he's not a kid, he's a man, but anyway, but we got together when we were kids. So, you know, I say the expression kid, but I loved the kid dearly and um, I didn't want to leave. And so he had to leave me. So now fast forward, I'm in a relationship a few years later and I'm in this relationship and it's great. Like 50% of this relationship is great. Like it, it is just, it's like Prince Charming scenario, tick, 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 all the boxes. But then there's this other half that isn't great. There's not a lot of passion. There's not a lot of spark. 
you know, we'd been together for not the longest amount of time and there just wasn't an oomph in the relationship. And I felt like I wasn't being seen. And I, and I had to really sit with this. And a lot of things happened to bring it to this crossroads. And I was at this crossroads and we weren't in a good place. And it's like, okay, so we're not in a good place. What do we do? What do we do? And he wanted to work on things and he wanted to like build things and, and all these and all this stuff. But there was a part of me where I just knew, I just knew that this wasn't it. I knew, and here's the thing, I teach abundance. I teach abundance. I teach that, especially when it comes to money, I'm a money mindset coach. I teach with money mindset that you don't have to settle. You don't have to believe, oh, I can't invest and I can't spend. I can only do one or the other. That's bullshit. And I teach that. And here I was sitting in this relationship and I'm like, well, 50% is amazing. You know, he's great with my daughter. He does all this stuff. He's amazing. But then this other part is it, but what if, what if he could get great? And what if, and like inside um, my subconscious, like my intuition, my intuition is like, girl, you know, you know, it's not it. Like, you know, this is not it. And so I really had to have a pep talk with myself and just say, this is the moment. This is the moment where the big leaps are made. And yes, it's scary. And yes, this is going to be painful. Like you're, I knew I was going to let go of the ledge and I was going to fall for a bit and I was going to hit a few rocks and it was going to hurt. I knew that. I knew that because, you know, I, I thought this was the forever thing, right? No one gets into a relationship to be like, yeah, it's just going to last a year and then we're done. No, I was like, you know, marriage, um, investment portfolios together. Like I was, you know, so there was a grieving process there. However, I knew that if I stayed in this relationship, I was going to stay in my comfort zone and I was going to be comfortable. And do I really want to live in a relationship, in a life with a man where I'm just comfortable Hell no, I don't, I don't, I don't. And so I had to, I ended it. So I had to end this relationship and it was hard. It was painful. It was hard. I grieved. I cried like every single day for four weeks straight. And I'm not, I'm not someone that cries. Like I don't, I don't cry at all. Um, And so I just had to feel into my emotions and I had to really allow myself to just lean into my feminine and just lean into that. And so I let go of that. And I also let go of it for another reason too. So when my marriage ended back in 2018 or 2019, I, my marriage ended and I was left with all of this debt from my marriage ending and I couldn't afford to pay for it by myself, hence the bankruptcy. So I couldn't afford to you know, pay for the house by myself, pay for the cars, pay for the debt, hence the bankruptcy. So I had a fear around relationships ending and myself not being able to live without that person now this new relationship that I was in you know it's 2022 he has been the only man that I've been in a relationship with post my marriage so there was this fear that come up when I was you know doing my do I stay do I go there was this huge huge fear that come up that was telling me but if you decide to end it how are you going to afford to survive without him? And the crazy thing is there was no logic to this, you guys. There was no actual logic to this. Like just to like, and I think I've spoken about this before, but just to put this into um, perspective, at the moment I'm making $22,000 a month. That's, my, that's what I get coming in. And I'm very transparent with money and numbers and stuff. There's no shame. There's no ick around numbers. I'll tell everything. So I'm receiving $22,000 a month. My rent and my bills without him is like, and, and this is me saving money to and investing money. 
I need $12,800, right? If I, that covers my cost of living, that costs, that covers me investing because I invest every single month. That covers um, me stacking money away. I like to put away money every single week. That covers everything, okay? And it allows me to spend and it allows me to live. So $12,800. So I'm literally making over like $10,000 extra a month. That's the logic. The logic brain is like, oh, you're going to be fine. You make an extra surplus of 10 grand. Like you're going to be sweet. But internally, subconsciously, this fear erupted and it was like, you are not going to survive. You are not going to survive. You're going to lose everything. And then I had all these like, these things pop up in my head of me and my daughter, like these visions of me and my daughter. And we're like, we're sleeping in a car and, and all this stuff. And I was, and I, that was like the wake up call that I needed to end it even more. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but I had to confront my fears. I had to really face my fears and tell myself that this is stupid and you're going to survive without a man, no matter what, because you have, you have, and you will. You know, even when I went bankrupt, it wasn't the end of the world. Yes, I lost a lot. Yes, it felt like the end of the world. Yes, there's trauma there. But I'm, I'm here today, stronger than ever. Like, I'm fine. It, three years and I had a huge bounce back. So I had to make that huge leap. And now, like, life is great. Life is really, really great. Last month, I had my second highest income month. I'm affording everything on my own, as expected. And this month, I'm tracking towards a $43,000 month. So everything is fine. Everything is fine. But the leaps at the time are scary. When you make a leap like that, it's scary. It's, you don't know if you're doing the right or the wrong thing. But what I can tell you is if you live a life within your comfort zone, you can predict your future. That's your future. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's going to be your same future every single day for the rest of your life. And the saddest part is most people just live a life trying to get to their deathbed the safest way possible. They won't take risks. They won't, they won't fail. They won't do it. But like I said, you here listening to this, you're different. You're different. And so if you want different, you got to do different. You got to move different. You got to take bigger risks. You got to invest in different things. And so for me, that was one of them. Recently, when I had a big career change, like I said, I started out as a professional in the network marketing industry and I built a multiple six-figure business in that industry. And I love that industry still to that day. I, I mentor and coach women in that industry, leaders in that industry privately. And I've even done a program called my Getting Unstuck in Your Network Marketing Business Program. That's how much I love it. It's an eight-step program to help you literally get unstuck and move the needle forward. So I love that industry so much, but there came a point in my business where I just no longer felt passionate about it. I no longer felt fulfilled by it. And I didn't want to do it anymore. I just didn't want to do it. Checking in with my team was draining. Trying to post on social media, looking for customers was draining. I just, I lost my passion. I didn't want to go to the company conference. I was, I had to speak on stage. I didn't want to. Like I literally didn't want to. I had so much anxiety just because it wasn't in alignment with me anymore. Now, I built a successful business, like the top 1% in the company. And it would have been easy for me to stay in that profession and stay in that business because that was my comfort zone. Like that was my comfort zone, you know? So when these thoughts come up of I'm not fulfilled anymore, I don't really want to do this profession. I don't want to do this business. There was a part of me that was like, okay, what are you passionate about? And it's money. I'm a money mindset coach now. And the money mindset stuff come up. And then I literally was like, I don't know. I don't know. That seems really scary. What if I fail? What if I fail? What if I 
start this new business venture and I completely fail to the point that one night I literally woke up in the middle of my sleep. I sat up and I was like panting and I was like, oh my God, what if I fail? What if I don't get a single client that wants to hire me to work with their money mindset blockages? And like these, these thoughts were so prevalent in my mind. And so I was again, stuck at this crossroads and it was like, if I leave what I've built, if I leave that, I'm leaving behind a community um, because, you know, I've seen people leave before and I've seen what happens, the fallout and, you know, you lose the community and, and all that stuff. And so I knew what was going to happen. I knew I was going to get a lot of confrontation. I knew I was going to get a lot of backlash and judgment from uplines and stuff like that. And I knew that a lot of people wouldn't understand it. Um, and I, I could see that because I'd seen it happen before with p- other people that I knew that had left the industry. And I'm not saying this is happens everywhere like I said I adore the profession but I just see had seen what was happening around me within the company that I was with and so I knew that there was going to be a lot of questioning and that you know I would lose this community and it did happen I, I lost the community um I, I've been blocked from all the groups and all the stuff which is it's fair it is what it is and so I just knew that that was going to happen and then there was this other fear of what if you're not good enough who who's going to follow you who's going to invest in you what if you don't get a single client? How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to put food on the table? How are you going to do all these things? But at the same time, the thought of staying in that position where I was and building that business that I had up literally made me want to be sick because I just lost the passion. I lost the fulfillment for it. I was like, this is not for me anymore. Like I did it. I got the successful six-figure business. I got to the 1%. I got to the top of the mountain. I seen it. I was happy, celebrated. Next mountain, let's go. And Guys, I want to say there's nothing wrong with a path redirection either. Like we're not meant to stay on the one path our whole lives. You're not meant to just stay on the one thing. Like life is about experience. Life is about seeing what's for you. Life is about experiencing all the beauty and all the different things. And you don't have to put yourself in a box just because of society's expectations or just because your parents expect you to have one career your whole life or your friends or your family or whatever it is, you know, business partners, whoever it is. Choose the things that light you up. Choose the things that you feel passionate about. And yes, you might feel passionate and build something and then one day wake up and say, hey, I, I'm no longer passionate about it. What's next? And that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. And you need to honor that. You absolutely need to honor that. Otherwise, you're going to live a miserable life trying to stand up to other people's expectations of you. And so anyway, so back to the career change. Yeah, I was stuck at this crossroads. Okay, I say I build it. I get a bigger business, more money, more team, more clients. Yeah, that's comfortable. That's easy. Or I I let go and I close a chapter and I start something that I have never started before, but I'm severely passionate about money. I am severely passionate. Going from broke, bankrupt, single mom to multiple six figures, like, having everything that I've ever dreamed about, the dream apartment, the dream car, having it all still being debt-free, like, let's go. That's what I want to help women with. That's my passion. That's my purpose. And so I let go. I let go of the cliff and I fell. And like I said, there was a little bit of backlash. There was a little bit of judgment, you know, being losing a bit of a community. Um, and But it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Within 20 Within 20 days of starting my money mindset coaching, I had already replaced my um, my income from my other business within 20 days. So if that's not a sign from the universe that I was on the right path, then I don't know what is. Like that was everything. 
Like the universe literally was like, girl, you are on your path. And the best part was I was working less. I was working four hours a day. I currently do two hours, but I was working four hours a day. I was making more money than I'd ever made in my life. And I was so freaking lit up. Like the content that I was creating, the newsletters, the emails, the things that I created this podcast during that transition. Like it was the most incredible and still is the most incredible time in my life. But was that leap scary? Hell yeah. It was the scariest freaking thing I've done. Like it was scary. It was scary. It was so scary. But I knew that I couldn't keep living a life. So with everything that I do, when I'm scared, when I come to the crossroads of life that I'm scared, I literally, I know that I need to take the path that scares me the most. And if, if this is you, if you're listening and you're like at a crossroads or you want different and you're scared, trust me and like take the path that is the scariest and just get face to face with that fear. Get face to face with that fear because a lot of the time our worst fears are not even that big of a deal. Our brain makes them out to be so big because our brain is made to protect us. It's our reptilian brain. It's trying to protect you. So it's going to make out your fears to be like the boogeyman and it's going to make out all these scenarios in your head. And honestly, all the scenarios, it's like a thousand scenarios that would never, ever happen in this lifetime. But anyway, your brain will still make, <laughs> make those stories up. And so take the path that scares you the most because that is where the biggest payoff is. That's where the money is. That's where the success is. That's where the freedom is. In the scariest moments, that is where you become the best version of you. That's where you meet that true version of you. That's where the courage is born, the resilience is born, the creative you is born, the passionate you is born. Take the scary path. If you if you take anything away from this, just do the thing that scares you the most. And you all know, we all know the thing that scares us the most. We pretend it's not scary or we pretend like, oh, I'll do that one day. When I have the money, you know, I'll hire the coach. I kept saying that. And I ended up hiring the coach when I didn't have the money, but the money appeared because that's the universe, that's faith, that's trust. So for me, I hired the coach when I didn't have the money. I made the career change when I had no potential clients. Like I left the relationship when there was a fear that I was going to not survive alone without him. It, and But look at it. it, it's flourished, it's thrived. Like do the things that scare you the most. The worst thing that could happen is you'll fail. Okay, is that really a bad thing? No, it's not. You just get back up and you keep moving. Who cares? At least you're in the arena. At least you're out there and you're giving it a go, which is what we're all meant to do. We're all meant to be on this planet to give it a freaking go and to experience life. And if you're trying to play a safe game, if you're not investing in you, if you're not investing in the coaches, if you're not starting the business, if you're not, you know, trying to find the man or the woman of your dreams, whatever it is, or the them of your dreams, then are you really living? No, you're not. You're playing a safe, mediocre life. Do you really want this to be your destiny? Is this what it is for you or do you deserve more? You deserve more. I'm telling you, you deserve more. So do the thing that scares you the most, okay? You owe it to yourself. You owe it to future you.